This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, a wrap-up of some of the federal initiatives included in the President's State of the Union last night. FEMA is looking to fix some workforce issues that have plagued the agency for some time now. And new cyber requirements for agencies and certain companies now have Senate approval. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. President Joe Biden calls for federal employees to lead the charge on returning to the office. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. President Biden, in his State of the Union address, says the federal workforce will serve as a model for more Americans to return to the office. It's time for America to get back to work and fill our great downtowns again with people. People working from home can feel safe and begin to return to their offices. We're doing that here in the federal government. The vast majority of federal workers will once again work in person. The administration will also allow households to order more free rapid COVID tests at covidtest.gov starting next week, even if they've already ordered free tests through the site. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. President Biden says an executive order is in the works that will help agencies prevent and detect identity theft linked to COVID-19 relief programs and would give pro- and would give more support to victims of identity theft. The White House says the Justice Department's COVID-19 Fraud Enforcement Task Force will also appoint a chief prosecutor to tackle pandemic fraud caused by criminal syndicates. Biden, in his State of the Union address, called on Congress to give additional resources to DOJ's task force and to increase criminal penalties for pandemic-related fraud. Also included in the president's address last night, a new initiative to improve the quality of nursing homes nationwide. White House officials have already released a plan with 20 separate actions, the main one being a new requirement for minimum staffing levels. He's ordering the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services to conduct a study on staffing and publish proposed regulations within a year. The Federal Emergency Management Agency works to correct some long-standing workforce issues. Over the past several years, FEMA has faced challenges with staffing shortages, qualifications, development, and workplace harassment and discrimination. FEMA Deputy Administrator Eric Hooks told lawmakers that FEMA is partnering with historically black colleges and universities to diversify its workforce. It's requiring harassment training and conducting listening sessions and exit interviews, and it's working with Congress to provide protections for its reservists so they can participate in more training. NASA begins another technology consolidation effort. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. NASA takes the first step in bringing together disparate business systems applications and platforms, The space agency released a request for information and a draft performance work statement outlining five goals under its NASA Consolidated Platform and Application Services contract. Through the RFI, NASA is seeking general IT, customer support, information management services, and the integration of currently decentralized support contracts. Responses to the RFI and the draft statement of work are due March 10th. NASA says it will release the final RFP through GSA's Alliant 2 GWAC by July with an award by February. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Small businesses from all socioeconomic categories will have their shot at the next great government-wide acquisition contract from the General Services Administration. GSA released its small business strategy for the Services Mac vehicle that is under development to replace the popular Oasis contract. 
GSA says it expects to create six services vehicles under the services Mac umbrella with one each for 8A, hub zone, service disabled veteran owned, women owned, and total small business, as well as one that is unrestricted. Later this month, GSA says it will release the proposed evaluation criteria for the vehicle. A new audit finds the Pentagon's cutting-edge research could be at risk of cyber attacks, Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Defense Department's research partners are not consistently using cybersecurity controls to protect sensitive information. That's according to a partially redacted audit released by the DoD Inspector General. The IG evaluated 10 of the military's academic and research contractors. Some failed to use multi-factor authentication, while others neglected to monitor network traffic and vulnerabilities, among other shortcomings. The DoD IG is recommending the Pentagon assess contractor compliance with existing cybersecurity requirements. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. New cybersecurity requirements for agencies and businesses are moving forward in Congress. The Senate passed the Strengthening American Cybersecurity Act of 2022 yesterday, the bill would update federal cyber standards and push agencies to adopt zero-trust security measures. It would also require critical infrastructure operators to report cyber attacks to the government. And the bill would establish a new Federal Secure Cloud Advisory Committee to ensure agencies and industry are collaborating. The Postal Service will soon let households forward their mail to a new address for a longer period of time. USPS will still forward mail to customers for up to a year at no cost, but starting this summer, USPS will allow customers to extend this mail forwarding service for up to 18 months for an additional fee. USPS conducted a market test of this new service in 2020 when the COVID-19 pandemic led to an uptick in permanent change of address requests. And Thrift Savings Plan funds closed out February largely in the red, yet trending upward. This comes after a month of disappointing returns in January. Overall, the S Fund made the most gains, rising 10.1%. Compared to a year ago, most of the individual funds are down, and all life cycle funds had lower returns year over year, continuing the trend since December. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show, and you definitely got tickets. And drinks. Now hurry and make it back to your spot. Pass this person and that person about 20 more. Ooh, watch out for feet. Hey. Just keep going. A little further. Oh, there's your friend. Over here. Right where you want to be. Close enough to see the set list. And they're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it.